I'm recording this, which means the bootleg will enjoy it. Well, or else. they'll hear it. <laughs> nope. Let's they'll not make any assumptions. It. So uh, I guess this is uh, this is being recorded, right? The the podcast traditionally, the podcast, yes, um, but through Zoom. Oh, that way. So is it, has anyone signed the uh, the new <laughs> terms of service? I don't think, I don't think you have to sign it. They weren't really doing well, anything Well, you have bad. to say yes. <laughs> you do not have to print it out and sign it, unless you want to. <laughs> yeah, I've printed it out. I've signed it. Where mm-hmm. do I fax it? Mm. <laughs> you could fax it to our house. We have a fax machine. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't help me. because It doesn't I help fax. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I mean, I found the whole Zoom story interesting, right? Where people, they updated the terms of service to say that in certain cases you could allow them to train their AIs using, I guess, your voices and faces from your Zoom meetings. But they really aren't doing anything particularly creepy as far as I can tell. Well, it seems well, like yeah. some of it, now I mean, it, the point of it, right, is to, ha- they have a service, I don't know if this is available yet, but the like it will summarize meetings that you missed, right? Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, if you have... You know, if you have to be in a meeting, you there, know, if you have to work, work are, in a business where there are frequently meetings, then yeah. Lex doesn't have to go to meetings anymore. You can just get all the summaries. It doesn't have to show up. That's true. Well, what's so what's crazy is I've seen this technology in action, not not the Zoom branded one, but there's a, a couple different, I guess, SaaS-esque businesses out there doing this already. They're sassy. And, is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're, they're pretty mm-hmm. sassy. And... Uh, I get these things, and I always expect them to be garbage, and they're fucking fantastic. Like, even meetings I'm in, it does an incredible <laughs> summary. It has an outline of what happened in the meeting, and it comes, like, two seconds after the meeting ends. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's disturbingly yeah. good. I am... So, um, so I, I, I mean, and obviously, they have to record thing. that, and they have to use an AI on it, right? Sure. Um, yeah. The only thing I like, is this all going into one big pool, though? And is it being used to train for other stuff? Because I think there would probably... that seems very problematic depending on your business. Obviously. Well, I mean, you got to get the the AI has to be trained on something, sure. right? Like, I mean, it can't it can't do this with no basis, you know, with no corpus to work from, right? Um, but I don't know what that is. I mean, this is I mean, I, this, this is interesting to me because of this, uh, something else that happened this week, um, which is related, which was this thing called um, Prosecraft. I don't know if you saw this going oh, around. Yeah. I think I yeah, posted yeah. on Mastodon. Yeah, you were talking which about was like this, right. a guy who is like, I basically, I think he has software <laughs> that is like writing software. And in order to like let people analyze their writing, he essentially like ran a bunch of books through AI <laughs> so that people could compare their work against those books. And a lot of people were like, one sec. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where, where'd you get all those books? Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm shutting it down. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is weird but i think it goes to the point of both of these things that like anything that's sort of legalese at this point is going to have to start explicitly carving out this stuff right like i think some of it is generally covered like you know if you read a contract or something like that for rights i'm thinking about publishing one in particular you know there are terms of like what can be reused what can be what forms things can be disseminated and all of that but i'm feeling like more and more of these terms mm-hmm. and contracts are going to have to explicitly start calling out ai and spe- like right. specifying what are the rules around using this so that it's ironclad right so that people can point to it and be like it says right here you don't have to read between the lines it says right here you can't do this yeah yeah 
Yeah, because it's and we've seen how AI can be tricked and it would be really unfortunate if you had a business and your competition also used the same AI service and somehow managed to trick yeah, trick the it, AI into giving in in them the summary of meeting, meeting <laughs> at ten minutes and thirty five seconds, it says someone called Lexa Lexa like, Poopyhead, and yeah, that I mean, was like, you know, like oh, your business seems very similar to this other business. Let's use like both of these <laughs> together to ops. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously uh, that's a big problem. Obviously, they would try try not to do that, but I'm sure that stuff is mm. siloed to a certain degree and anonymized. Blah blah. Are blah, you? Blah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how, I think so. And how well, do you know? Way, well, because of the way it works. I mean, I think it's not like that information is explicitly... Well, okay, if they're doing it correctly, I 100% agree yeah. with that. It yeah. should not be... That information should not need to be retained, and it should be basically be able to be processed securely and then dumped, right? Like, yeah. But yeah, I agree, 100%. We, yeah. like, companies not always the best at, like, doing exactly what they should for these kinds of things. They're not, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've, seen, like, the Microsoft AI was tricked into, you know, telling you what it, you know, what the original, what it was based off of, which it wasn't supposed to do. And then uh, you can get past them, you know, past their restrictions on doing certain things by saying, hey, pretend I'm writing a letter to my mom and I want to say how to build a bomb or something. Pretend you know I mean? like, my mom is really into classified data. Yeah. What kind of right. stuff could I tell her? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it is a, like, this is the reason Apple has reportedly been very, uh, you know, <laughs> Not only yeah. are they not doing anything publicly with AI, but all the reports talking about the stuff they have internally has a lot of rules around what people can use it yeah. for, right? Yeah. Like, they can't use it for code that is connected to anything that is public because you don't want, uh, you know, anything within the AI to sort of leak over to other stuff and people like stuff to get out because they're so mm -hmm. secret. Now, it's, it's worth acknowledging also... Apple hasn't publicly demonstrated that they're great at it yet anyway. Meaning like Siri, when Apple first announced Siri, I remember Dan, like the, I think the night before that WWDC where it was announced, it, some of it had leaked and we were imagining in an article for Macworld what it would be like. And it was remarkable at the time. Uh, but then I, I think that, you know, several other um, uh, voice recognizing AI assistants have surpassed what series right. capacities I mean, are or, I think, or success rates are. You, does I mean and how, like, how even, much of series even, even AI, like, honestly? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Right, I don't think right. really much but of it is. I, I think my point is that Apple, like, I don't know. It, it feels like some of these other platforms, this is an area of focus for them more. I, I, not to say that Apple doesn't have the technical expertise. I'm sure the company does have brilliant people who can work on these things, but they, they never have been inclined to be Listen. first, but I, you've you've reminded me of a uh, a topic that I had on my list for today. I don't know. Have either of you looked at your Apple Music Discovery oh, I station? Yet. That Not yet. I've been, it's on my recently. list of things to do, though. I'm 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 excited. <laughs> you want to discover some music? I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. It's you know a, a new thing in uh, Listen Now yeah. for you. I don't know. Apple Music sucks. All the I think sucks. it's called uh, Apple Music but, um, Sucks. Is actually what it's called. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it, it, to me, it's both exciting and terrible. <laughs> like I did already see one song. I was like, "Hey, I really like this song." And then, like to like it, took three taps, which <laughs> seemed insane. I don't remember what it was called or even where to find it. And then it played like several songs that I have absolutely no interest in. It's like, what? What are you doing? I listen to a very specific set of music. Why on earth would I want to hear this '80s pop ballad? So, yeah, I yeah. I, I have found their done. their for you stuff not to be 
all that great. I've gotten much better results just by picking a genre and listening to like new music or listening to a a list of I like, like the, the, these um, are the best songs and like you know okay I'll find the ones that I don't know and listen to those. I do like uh, yeah. the, uh actually an unheralded feature I think is the autoplay feature they added a version or two back. It's the infinity symbol that you can hit mm, while you're mm-hmm. playing things, and it does yeah. like it's basically what the old genius shuffle or whatever it used to be called was, where it like it then combs through and tries to just find other songs that are like that song, yeah, um, or related in some way. And I usually end up pretty happy with that. I um, think and, that works. And yeah, some of the and also just stuff like works pretty like, well too. Play play my station is not bad either because it will also it does a similar thing where it plays a lot of the songs that I already listen to and then adds in a few here and there. And every once in a while, play my station. That's the that's the cue used for it because yeah. I'm, I'm actually asking that seriously yes. because sometimes I'll, if I just say play music or play my music, it'll do that. But sometimes it'll be like, okay, playing the band my oh, yeah. from Apple <laughs> no. Music. I'm like, what? No, play my what? play my station. Hey, dingus, play my station. Play my the, station is what. I will often do, and it usually works pretty well. Every once in a while, there's a song where it's like <laughs> one, one, one will be a song that I know and I know I don't like, and then another, and then we're like, okay, and I get why it's in there. Like it makes sense, but I don't like this band for some reason, which is which is a me thing, not not a like a for some reason I don't like Duran Duran. <laughs> I've never liked Duran Duran, but I love. All the other music from that time period in that genre. So I understand why you're playing Duran Duran. Please do not play Duran Duran. <laughs> and then there are other times I, I, where it's I, like, I feel like where it Siri will play a song that I definitely have in my library, but I don't want to listen to because I'm ashamed that I have it in my library. <laughs> I, I feel like it used to be easier to thumbs up and thumbs down songs mm. when Apple Music was in suggestion. Is there like a th- I don't think there is a thumbs down, which there I is, think is a, there's a dis isn't there dislike? I don't think so. Is there not anymore? There is. is there, there is an option to say like play. Don't recommend this as often or something. It's, they've really God. softened what it what the verbiage is. You just on it. like it, or do you just yeah. you know because maybe I, not want to hear it again? I ran into this problem because it kept trying to play um, in the. I can't. I can't, I can't even think of uh, Van Morrison. Found out Van Morrison <sighs> is a you know anti vaxxer <laughs> and he, and he and like Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I'm a vaccinated kept, Jew, kept so playing, that's going to be It kept playing Van nightmare. Morrison, and it's like, I get why you're doing it, because I like similar music, but I don't want to hear that guy. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, um, in iOS 17, at least, the button says, suggest less with a thumbs down okay. icon. <laughs> okay. But, I, I, but that, that is not, like, that is not strong enough. Right, because I, what I what I want is never play this. Yeah. Yes, yeah. actively remove <laughs> right. this from all music. Yeah. And my hunch is that that this is like a a slowly evolved language because, like, you could say if it said like I don't like this or never play this, it could be like okay, well, I'm not going to play this particular song title, but there's also a live version by the same band, or there's a remastered version, all of which are like yeah. separate metadata, separate songs as far as album music. Yeah. So it's like we can't guarantee it if it's tagged the same. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a really hard problem and one that Apple is not great at. Like, I, there are times when I get super annoyed that I don't use Spotify because people who use Spotify really seem to love yeah. its recommendation engine. But I don't like Spotify the company for a variety of reasons. I think for me, so it's I'm stuck with it. Yeah, I mean, part of it is I already paid for Apple Music yeah, and all the other stuff, and so I've yeah. kind of bought into the ecosystem. But another part of it is I just honestly spend I spend much more time listening to music in my library than music discovery maybe the discovery station will change that but 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure. I, I've fallen into that trap of like, <laughs> uh, I feel like I hit a certain age and it's like, I don't want to listen to new music anymore. And anything past 2005 is garbage. Yeah. Remarkably, it's my car does a better job of suggesting songs to me. Like, I don't really ever listen to terrestrial radio, but there's various <laughs> random music stations to space built radio. In. You have heard, <laughs> yeah. you have heard every song by Elon Musk. But, uh, he's a remarkably good singer. Elon but Musk the, and the um, but I don't know. Like, I do sometimes like new music. I agree with you, Dan. I'd much rather listen to stuff I know I like, which is why it's always hard for yeah. me to discover everything. What I really want is something that's like. I want a, a a slider that I can choose Ooh, between like nice. my music and discovery. So I can choose, yeah, you know what? I want 25% new to me stuff mm. and then play yeah. the rest of the things that I know. I definitely feel like the music, all the music apps, when they're doing, you know, their own like station for you that if you press skip it tries really hard to just play something from your library like oh you don't like that one but we we really think you like this one because it's in your library i think that happens but i want to i want a better mix yeah. sometimes i want to mix the old and the new day. I, I understand like me and molts yeah well if you don't believe that apple's spending a lot on um on ai all you have to do is ask tim cook because <laughs> tim cook has been on like every news program talking about how much r&d spending they're doing on ai just like they're clearly they're clearly a little bothered by the perception that they are not doing ai and they uh they're they're trying to do a fair amount of uh schmoozing in order to indicate that they are yeah i mean i it makes sense because it's just something that everybody's talking about right right (laughs) yeah yeah and you know and several companies are releasing things which um seems some of it seems quite premature but yeah no that's fair i mean uh, i it is interesting when they have to like give those little signposts to things because people keep asking about it and it's like Mm -hmm. please shut up about about this (laughs) what if i told you we're working on ai internally will you stop asking me about things yeah right what if i told you the ai is talking to you right now (laughs) I, if what anybody would, it, would be an yeah, AI, I mean, it would probably be them, right? Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who <laughs> really? else do you think? I think when it comes to, to wanting Lord. to know Apple's plans with AI, the press, the media is really hungry like the wolf. And she said, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that reference resonate with you? Wow. I get Topical. the reference. <laughs> uh, well, it sounded like I was trying to do an ad segue, so let's sure. do that. Clean my Mac X. This... Uh, <laughs> This sponsor is clean to hear about Clean My Mac X in your own words. I'm not supposed to read that part, but that was the first thing I was going to say. (laughs) This episode of The Rebound is indeed brought to you by Clean My Mac X. Uh, Listen, crap on your computer can slow down even the most powerful Macs. So whether your Mac is brand new or it's a little bit older, maintaining it is essential for smooth Mac OS performance. And if your Mac OS performance isn't smooth, then my friend, you've got problems. Clean My Mac X is an all-in-one Mac maintenance tool that takes care of old junk faulty apps, and malware in an efficient, aesthetically pleasing, and hassle-free way. Using the app's menu, you can monitor your Mac's health, CPU load, and more. You're wondering, well, I, I, I'm not familiar with this app. Maybe it's not, never been downloaded. But you're wrong. It's been downloaded nearly 30 million times, you fool. <laughs> and with 15 years of expertise, Clean My Mac X is a must-try for any Mac user. Run it to gear up your Mac for the new stuff that Apple announced at WWDC. And, you know, listen, Apple's going to keep packing in Macs with innovative features, so uh, you want to ensure that your hardware remains healthy and running at peak performance so you can enjoy that seamless Mac OS experience. I've used Clean My Mac X. Uh, it's, uh, 
It's uh, I love getting rid of crap that doesn't belong on my Mac. I love freeing up files, even if I have tons of extra storage space. I love getting rid of stuff that doesn't need to be there. So that makes me very happy. All the Rebound listeners get 5% off. Check out the link in the show notes or go to macpaw.app slash rebound. That's M-A-C-P-A-W dot app slash rebound or find that link in the show notes. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X for their support of the Rebound and smooth macOS. I really like that adjective today. Smooth. <laughs> that should that should that was the other name for this podcast, right? That is that is the worst genre smooth of music Mac you OS. get on your discovery station is smooth macOS Mac FM. Mm. Nothing but Mac hits from the nineties. <laughs> I need, I need that was the least smooth Mac era, actually. Yeah, oh boy, it was, <laughs> the 90s, it was bumpy. The nineties was the worst. Uh, bump, bumpy but and beige, instantly... they call it. <laughs> I can instantly get in my head though the music behind the uh, Hello the Mac and I'm a PC ads. You know, like dun dun dun. That's that's dun, well dun, after dun. the nineties. I can get that. Come on, is it? Is the Hello the Mac oh, ads yeah. well after 2000s, the nineties, man? <laughs> Mid two thousand. Immediately, they were immediately after the nineties. <laughs> well after the nineties. <laughs> oh, is there a comma in there? <laughs> oh my well, gosh, it ran from two thousand six to two thousand. That's well after the nineties. I agree yeah, with you. Two thousand six. Is that right? Yeah, it's because it wow. started around... That, that's it, much later than I would have thought. It it started around the time of the Intel Macs. Because um, I remember because it started around the time I If it was much earlier, John working. Hodgman would have been a baby. That's true. <laughs> Just a, right. a literal baby. Mm-hmm. No, it started around the time I started covering Apple, uh, which was 2006. So, there you go. I'm telling you. <laughs> I had been writing crazy Apple rumors for five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're an old man. <laughs> you really like got right in on the ground armor, floor of that market shoulder, and see where it led you a small time podcast 20 years later that's right <laughs> nailed it oh come on this is a big time podcast sorry okay my bad <laughs> a time podcast I, uh, I, yes i found <laughs> An available some, uh, podcast i i recently discovered uh because other two members of my family were wearing them uh a new i don't know brand or style of uh, very affordable Apple Watch bands that I really like. Um, this brand on Amazon is it's it's basically uh, Dan's gender followed by name, so it's male Dan. <laughs> they call them uh, stretchy solo loop compatible bands, and it's compatible with all the they they make them for both sizes, and they have a million patterns. I went with solid colors, but it's like it's got a a little adjustable strap on it, and then it's it's you know you just slide it on and off to wear versus taking it on and off more aggressively and unlike the the apple solo loops that are one size forever this one if it starts to get too loose or whatever you can tighten up again which i'm finding to be a big difference maker so just want to share it very cheap maybe john will give you a link in the show notes that's gonna be his call that. i'm intrigued because if very it's, i mean if it's got a buckle to tighten it isn't it just a buckle strap then <laughs> But there's, you don't, it doesn't come out. Like you can't undo it. You can just tighten it more and then you're sliding it <laughs> Until your hand falls off. Right. Okay. It's easier to see than sure. to explain. Yeah, like okay. Once you look at it. I mean, this would stop, uh, my kid keeps trying to pull my Apple Watch off. Maybe this would stop him. You need one that's electrified. <laughs> well, no, I mean. A kid? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. One or the other. I don't know. Good electricity power. Uh, um, I uh, I was intrigued by uh, the. It, it seems like this seemed like such a simple idea. I'm surprised it didn't come up sooner. Um, someone is, and I'm scrolling. Oh, Nomad has a glow in the dark. Oh, um, I saw that. Sport yeah. band for the Apple Watch, which I was like, of course, why not? Why wouldn't someone have done that before? It would be great for 
running. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably need to probably should not rely on that solely for running. But no, yeah, I no, think that would be good. It's time. also nice if you can't find your, your because it's not bright enough. <laughs> You'll probably still get it oh, by a car. Um, but I mean, I, I does somebody sell a nice reflective one? Is that a, or is that should I not say? That I'm sure someone and, sells and, a reflective and then make one. Uh, make make it a million dollars doing that. There you go. There's mm-hmm. your finally you can transition from t-shirts to reflective <laughs> <laughs> Apple Watch bands. I can't I couldn't stop making t-shirts if I wanted to, Dan. <laughs> Someone's got dirt on you, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm in several contractual <laughs> obligation situations. <laughs> Moltz is in the pocket. I was gonna say, there, there are several <laughs> loan sharks pocket. to whom he owes money. Um, right. yeah, he made a lot of bad bets on Apple in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that's true I, it's that's definitely it's funny you mentioned sitting that. right here it's this performance 6400 because over this weekend i have no idea how i got on this thought process but i did and i when i when i went to work with dan at macworld um i was told that you know i couldn't own any apple stock and i did own apple stock so i had to sell it all and then when I left Macworld, literally the same day, I bought Apple stock again. And I did the math over the weekend and realized if I had never taken the job at Macworld and had just kept the Apple stock, I would have made more than I did if I, <laughs> by working at Macworld. So that was pretty fun. Wow. <laughs> the account for inflation even? I didn't get wow. into inflation. So, you know, within plus or minus 2% in those days. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, I mean, it, Karen bought me one of those one shares. I've told, told this story before, but it was like 20, she bought me a share of Apple for like 20 bucks, 21 bucks, something like that. And then, wow. and then it split and then it went up and up and up. And when I finally sold it, um, it was like $1,500 for, for the two, Damn. two shares. Yeah. That is I mean, a you know, it was over a, a period of, well, it was like 10, still, it was only like 10 years, probably. It's still a pretty big return on investment. Yeah, yeah. again, I, as I've said before, my dad kept asking me in the 90s when I was a big Apple fan whether he should buy stock in Apple. <laughs> and I kept telling him yes, and he literally never listened. I think he did eventually buy it, but well after it had taken that big jump. <laughs> I was like, I Are you still a big Apple fan now? Because he said when you were. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, things change and yeah. we all move on. Um, He's really, into, really Dell. into Dell. Oh, yeah. damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Got there first. I win. Uh, well, <laughs> good news. We have a bunch of questions from Rebound Prime members. Um, if you're interested in Rebound Prime, you get bonus episodes, bootlegs, to join our membership Discord, and uh, to submit questions we answer on the podcast, like this one from listener ZM Knox, who asks, <laughs> what internet download and upload speeds oh, yeah. do you, in theory, pay for, and what speeds do you usually actually get? <sighs> I think Moltz has the best upload speeds, if memory serves. Well, I mean, the best theoretical upload speeds, probably. Yeah, because I pay for gigabit. Um, just so it's the same up down. Um, it's the sp- speed test. Uh, last when when I saw this in the Discord, I, I tested it and I was getting like three hundred. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I can test it right now. Probably a ter- terrible time. Oh, that's that's pretty good. F- Five seventy. That's oh. considerably more I, than um, was <laughs> the other day. I I pay for a thousand down and 35 up is what optimum offers 35 that's Um, a real big difference is it it's not fiber yes it is not they don't they plan to install fiber before the end of the year or before the next 12 months is the claim but i think they've been claiming that for many 12 month periods but you know so eero does a test overnight each night and it gets to the 900s but like while on this call with you and while uh, I know uh, there's people streaming with the Sonos, whatever, I was getting 114 down while also on the Zoom, but still the 35 up. Mm, that's pretty good. I'm checking yeah. to see if I can find on 
Xfinity what my plan actually is. But I recall that when we moved in, I did a two-year contract because I knew we weren't going anywhere and it was a pretty good deal, um, which is about to expire next month, I'm realizing, which, uh uh-oh, was, (laughs) I think, 800 down. And, of course, they do not tell you what the up is because they suck. Uh, I had to dig around a lot. And I think you had to remember like, go we, through we went through the... this. It's supposed to blow. <laughs> <laughs> I went through the entire process. I think you had to like go through the whole process of like adding it to your cart and everything, and like get way down through that before you could actually get it to tell you what the upload is. I think mm. the upload is nominally twenty. Um, I yeah. just ran it while God. we were on the call, and I'm getting just under seven hundred down and about twenty three up. Which is pretty wow. good. Well, so I'm, I'm getting I'm getting five fifty two so, down two forty seven. Let me ask you this: Is the computer you're on wired or wireless? Wireless. Yeah. So your hit is coming from Wi Fi, probably because this is this is on Ethernet. Yeah. So you're getting I'm getting yeah. much closer to what I am milling for because it's on Ethernet. Yeah, I'm actually surprised oh, that mine isn't showing faster down this the, but it is wired in to the router and see what the. Yeah, yeah I have no idea where to even find like what my current plan is God. i mean all in all now that it, they fixed my problem where it just periodically dies um i was having alex too uh it um i'm pretty happy with my service now is i guess is it it's possible to have ethernet cables that aren't capable of gigabit yeah. speed is that oh, yeah. true uh yeah as, i wonder if that's happening in my line given that it's maxing out here at 100 something oh I yeah I check i would check it it's probably i went max. through this when i was wiring you plug it right now yeah <laughs> yoink <laughs> i went through this while i was wiring stuff um for to all the like um you know hubs i've got installed and i got rid of a bunch of old i want to say it was like at five or something you want like i think cat 5e at least which has a higher rating um I can see the one that's going from my expensive Casey List hub to my Mac is Cat Five E, so I'm going to check. Oh, wait, speaking of Casey List, in the mix. Yeah, well, we should talk about that yeah. in a moment. I was going to yeah. mention before we left the Ethernet thing that a friend of mine was just discussing with me whether or not he's like, yeah, we're thinking about doing Ethernet, and the guy who, um, you know, while we do some renovations, and the guy was like, ah, oh, you shouldn't put it in because it'll just get you know rendered obsolete really quickly and i was like i actually don't think that's true i'm pretty sure it's it's still gonna outpace anything you have for wi-fi but i mean i wouldn't the only reason i put it in was largely for podcasting because i wanted it in my office because latency matters when when podcast when you're doing podcasting or i do some video streaming too for uh, total party kill and that stuff is stuff where i feel like having a wire connection can make a big difference but most other stuff, it's Wi-Fi is fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I I like to be plugged in with my laptop because it can be. Sure. Right? Like, why not get the maximum yeah. that I can? But yeah, I agree with you. Most of the time, it really doesn't matter. Uh, but man, I'm really wondering if I have a non-Cat Five E cable somewhere in the I, mix. I would, I would bet you that might. That would that would explain why it's cut. Yeah, if it's such a specific cutoff that I feel like. Right. Yeah. It's consistently in the, in the very low 100s. When I Unless do it's you have stuff. Do you have stuff in the wall, or is it connected directly to a router? You have like a patch. It it goes through the wall, but I can see what the cables are that go. Okay, the so you can tell the ones in the wall are that. That'd be the worst if the ones yeah. in the wall are old, because then you're right. Then you're screwed. I mean, it, it would be bad, but I no, it wouldn't be screwed. I, this is I I have done this oh, before, and I would do it again. It's not a far run. Yeah, I would okay. I would run. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I don't think I would. It's because I really only need to run one cable from the basement to upstairs. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. <laughs> 
All the switches are good. I have no idea. I know that. The Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I literally have no uh, idea how I would even do that. Because like I, I think about doing like running cable and I'm like, that sounds terrifying and I never want to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of twine. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of more questions, but we, do we want to pump Casey Liss's app up the charts? Do you want to give it the oh, bump? Oh, the bump. bump. Yeah. <laughs> Did either of you guys beta test? Uh, I did not. I, I was not and invited. I, I thought about asking him, um, but I didn't. I did because I did ask yeah. him. <laughs> and it's great. So call sheet is Casey Liss's yeah. app so that you don't have to use IMDb. Yeah, I have been trying, I I have been trying to get hard. off IMDb for a long time. A friend has been at me saying, why do you keep looking <laughs> You can just close the IMDb? tab, John. Yeah, I, I, but I couldn't. I mean, I was just addicted. I kept, I kept refreshing for some reason. Um, and so now I am off. I, I, I removed the link and I removed the app. So I'm all on. I'm all on. I saw somebody sheet. had posted about uh, using a, a a shortcut on iOS <laughs> so that if their browser went to IMDb, it instead launched <laughs> Casey's app <laughs> so that they could retrain their muscle memory. It's good. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I mean, I and doesn't use Amazon. I, you know. Uh, IMDb has its own quirks as well. I've noticed some quirks with TMDB. Um, not, you know, any fault of the app, but uh, the, some of the information a guy was <laughs> texting us about a particular yeah. problem with an actor in Arrow. Um, but uh, it's by and large, it's it's been great, and the the app is wonderful. So. And it's subscription based and very yeah. affordable. I like any subscription that's at a dollar a month is is easier to say yes to than anything else, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. It's not bad. Um, Mr. E-Man says, for this hypothetical rebound gathering that you're setting up next May in Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> how much will the tickets cost? Will Prime members get a discount? Will the shirts come in black? <laughs> We've appointed Moltz the head of the uh, committee to launch the Madison, Wisconsin <laughs> Oh, gathering. really? So Moltz, when did that happen? We'll defer this I guess there was a meeting oh, that was held when I wasn't here. Yeah, did you not get the AI summary? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> You, you've been instructed to move to Madison, Wisconsin and suss out the situation there. So, you know, uh, you're due on That's a plane not gonna go in roughly over well two hours. At the house. With me, with uh, me as uh, well as anybody else. Uh, or, uh, well, I'm sure rebound people will get discounts. Who else is coming besides the rebound prime rebound people? people? They can't, we can't give them discounts. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that really. doesn't work. Yeah. Well, let's say it's a discount. You know? Yeah, we'll mark, <laughs> like, we'll mark if it If somebody up, else wants discount. to come, they'll have to pay more, but okay, that's probably not fair enough. Happen. That works. What were yeah. the other questions there, Lex? The t-shirts will definitely come in black. Uh, um, sure. yeah. And uh, how much are tickets? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh that we don't know. Two, yeah, three grand? We, we, can't, we can't divulge that. That'll be a... It's well. Here's I think the if way it's going to work. If you we're have gonna to come ask, up with a total. Afford. We're going to come up with a total price for the event, and it's going to be evenly divided amongst the number of attendees. <laughs> so the price could be very, very low, or it yeah. could be very, very high. We we need we need to gross ten thousand dollars for this. And just event. and just so, to be clear, we are not planning to do this. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, also this is not actually happening. Mahir says, Lex, so you guys can just fuck okay. right off. Lex, how was your Broadway week? Did you enjoy all the shows? What did you think of Back to the Future the Musical? I saw three shows in two days. Um, I'll start with the other two. Kimberly Akimbo, I went in knowing nothing about. It was great. It was funny. It was poignant. It was really good. Um, the Lion King is, you know, it's, it's what it is. I wasn't excited about that one to, ahead of time or during, but it was fine. Uh, Back to the Future the Musical is remarkable. It is... Uh, a spectacle that feels somewhere like a cross between like a Broadway musical, like a Disney Imagineering 4D experience of some sort, and like a magic show almost. Uh, the only problem, which you would think could be a huge problem for a musical, is that the original music is not very memorable. Mm. 
Uh, they also include a lot of songs from the movie. And they even do a thing that made me feel very... Not seen, but it it felt very in tune with who I was, where they attempted to write some lyrics to the famous Back to the Future orchestral theme. Oh, no. It's only a matter of time. That that to me was very funny unintentionally. But uh, I I didn't care that the songs weren't great because the staging was so good. Uh, There's a DeLorean, spoiler alert. What? In Back Um, to the Future? And some of the Uh, actors... Since when? Some of the actors are doing really remarkable impressions of the original actors like like the guy who's playing marty mcfly does the michael j fox voice and it is hilarious uh and it's good and they they actually also update some very well relatively minor plot points in ways that are far superior to the original uh like we don't have to have a weird dumb terrorism subplot yeah and they basically make the peril for Doc is instead that he's been exposed to plutonium. Oh. Like he's starting to get a plutonium, a radiation poisoning situation, which just excises the Libyans altogether, um, <laughs> as it should. I I was uh, telling I really Lexa um, when I so spo- spoiler. This is not a spoiler. Uh, I Lex and I got to hang out last weekend, um, and True. on the way driving to Lex's house, I passed a guy driving a DeLorean on the highway, which was delightful. He kept sticking out his th- his hand out the window and giving everybody thumbs up, and I thought it was because people in other cars were like thumbs upping him. But then I drove past him, didn't thumbs up, and he gave me a thumbs up, and I realized that guy was just super jazzed to be driving a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I mean, good for me. him. You think he rented it? It no, it had a custom license plate. Oh, well, uh, I don't think he. I don't think he rented it. I think he, bought, he wasn't just great, got it. Maybe it wasn't in great shape either. Like, I mean, it's a DeLorean. I mean, it, it was not, you know, it had not been lovingly restored or anything. It looked like. Yeah, ironically, those cars weren't future proofed when they first wow, started. Wow. Them. <laughs> Ivan writes, as Jason and others have noted, half of new Mac buyers are new to the product. Uh, uh, I don't remember how to pronounce Horace's last name. Did you? Horace. Did you? Yeah, there you go. Says this has been true every quarter he can recall. Unlike iOS devices, I can't remember the last time I met someone new to Mac. When was the last time you met someone like this? And did it start with them complaining about what their new Mac can't do or loving something it did well out of the box? Honestly, the only thing I can think of is uh, our pal Andrzej Tomic, who just switched oh, to yeah, a Mac right. and wrote about it over on Six Colors. And I thought... Yep. It, Which is probably what triggered yeah, well, I this mean, whole I don't, I'm yeah. trying to remember if I have anybody who switched to a Mac recently. Like, I don't think anybody's... I've seen people who... Like I know who used to be PC users, PC users are now using Macs. Like I saw somebody on my vacation this week who's a friend who, but I, you know, someone I hadn't seen in several years since before pandemic. So I have no idea how new the Mac was to them. Um, I know some other folks as well, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like most of the time, I don't know, maybe this is just like tech people that I, of my acquaintance, like you kind of seize upon the differences first, because those are the things that take longer to get used to. But I do think a lot of times you there are things you appreciate. I thought Andre's piece was really good because it kind of dealt with both both of those things, right? The things that we as longtime Mac users have long been used to, but maybe it's like, yeah, it's a good point. That is a little weird. Um, versus, you know, things that are really great about it that we love. Uh, yeah, the last person I really remember switching is uh, my wife, and that happened before we had kids. So yeah. it has been. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean my parents switched they used to get um gateways <laughs> all the time and they switched sometime in the early 2000s i think mid 2000s and i don't i don't remember my mom complains about technology all the time but it's not because she's using a mac <laughs> so do we <laughs> exactly yeah, really yeah right <laughs> it's true 
Yeah, my parents, we had a, um, we got, my dad worked at a, a school library, law school library, and he would get, like, every few years, they would decommission old computers and just sell them real cheap, essentially, to staff members, like, you know, a couple hundred bucks or something. And they weren't anything fancy, like, they were just the terminal, like, you know, like a 386, 486 thing, or, you know, occasionally a Pentium whatever or whatever. Yeah, basically. Um you know what and so that was we had one of those for a while and it was real bad <laughs> and then eventually i got them on an imac and my oh my dad has a macbook which we replaced fairly recently uh my mom has an imac that she doesn't use as much because she mainly uses her ipad so that was the transition there but my wife still uses a pc mainly because she uses it for work uh and then she uses her ipad or phone iphone the rest of the time but she did switch from android to iphone not long after we started dating so i'll Take that as a win. <laughs> um, let's see. Josh, who also boosted our Discord server. Thanks, Josh. I don't know what that means. but We're boosted. Did he steal our do Discord think... server? <laughs> yeah. Do you think macOS will ever solve window management? Or will we have to keep relying on apps like Magnet to maintain our sanity? So I had to look up what Magnet was. I guess it's very similar to Moom, which I used to use and more recently stopped using. Yeah, I used to use Magnet and I don't use Magnet anymore. Um, that seems like something though that they might add as an option. Uh, I don't, I don't, but to answer your question, no, I don't think it'll ever. (laughs) Yeah, define things. Things will just keep getting added piecemeal and, um, you can decide whether you want to use them or not, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't use Stage Manager because I find it annoying. So, but I do use, um, Expose and Spaces a lot. It does say the same about me. And frankly, I was a little insulted. Um, yeah, I don't think Apple. Cares yeah, I don't about think so either. I mean, Magnet is not a thing I have any interest in, but I do occasionally use Moom for mainly if it's like a, something a task is very specific. I'm thinking particularly when I do video streaming and I need a lot of windows in specific places. I I have like a set saved to Moom where it puts everything in the right place for that because they you know when you're doing like screen capture, you know, I need this window precisely this width and it needs to be right here and yeah, handy for that, but not a thing I think Apple needs to build in. Uh, Yitz's question is the following. What would the ideal future outcome be of Apple eventually introducing eyeglasses like Vision Pros? We're living in the iPhone future, but I'm curious what your most optimistic future would be for the eventual evolution of Vision Pro. I think it would have to be built into your eyeballs. I don't want that. <laughs> with, with infinite battery I don't life. want that. I don't Powered by either. your soul. <laughs> that, I, that I'm interested in because it's renewable energy. It's only going to last a couple hours. Uh, yeah i mean i don't know i I think there is eventually down the line a lightweight set of glasses i would honestly like thinking about this frankly i feel like mostly what i would want are like sunglasses with these built in because those are the time i'm most likely to wear them and then it makes mostly make sense outside but i also understand there's times where tinted lenses would probably not be the best way to do that so I guess what I want is transition lenses. Oh my god, how mm-hmm. old am I? <laughs> uh, I I I hate glasses. Like I'm, I I need glasses. I wear contacts, but I hate glasses. They hate like, you. I'm not going to wear glasses. Yeah, I don't That's really want to wear them either. I mean, but I do wear sunglasses out. So that would right. be a possibility. That That's would be my a point. If you're willing to wear sunglasses for a specific task, I I mean, I don't think I necessarily want a device like this that I have to wear all the time. But if I'm like putting them on and taking them off, which you have to do even with the Vision Pro, right? It's a headset. You got to take it on, put it off. 
be cool if they were just super lightweight and you just yeah. pop on. But I would, You've but I think for a lot of the experience, you want a, your full field of vision occluded. Is that the right word? Um, so that you're well, not like so you're not seeing part of the world through the you know the sides. Because well, that, if you're gonna if you're gonna raises... watch a movie, I mean, if you're gonna do play a game, if you're gonna do any of that stuff, you don't want things leaking in from the sides. But so that raises the question to, to me if that's of, yeah. But that raises the question to me of whether or not this is multiple like products within yeah. The product category. Are you getting it? It's, it's three products, <laughs> not one. It's a pair of glasses. It's a pair yeah. of goggles, and it's a helmet. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to wear my Vision Pro underwater. Is that mm. an option? Um, it is once. Uh, Josh also wants to know: Molts, when Major League Cricket (MLC) <laughs> finally has a match in Washington State in 2025, can I interest you with a free ticket to watch the Seattle Orcas? I, I, I am, I, you know, uh, color me curious. I'll say, I feel like there's a, like, if I go, if I go, if I go and I start understanding cricket though, I feel like that is a, that is the thing that will shatter my brain. So I'm a little bit. If you start understanding cricket, you're going to forget how to do things like like shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little afraid because I mean, I'm, my, my, what I know of cricket is that it's incomprehensible to to Americans. Honestly, my. (laughs) When I saw this question, my answer was instantly yes, because I checked out the Seattle Orcas logo. Oh, I and see. I didn't go I would that want far. to buy some in-person merch to see to get some Seattle Orcas. That is pretty cool. I don't know. I Honestly, like that is a good logo. I'm thinking specifically the one where it's got the crown and the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, so see, a, I look up Seattle Jersey, Orcas, and it's just showing it's just me pictures. images of actual Orcas. Yeah. Uh, there's a New Jersey uh, minor league baseball team called the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. Oh, yeah. The bat. That and, is great. My my son played saxophone at one of their games because that's what happens, and I loved their logo. I don't care at all about the New Jersey Jersey Shore Blue Claws, but I own a hoodie with the Blue Claws logo on it because it's great. So that was that was where my head went when I saw Josh. I do like um. I will. Fine, I'm not crazy uh, the, about the font, but I like the I like the uh, I like. The I logo. do really. I don't have any gear from it. The the Portland Sea Dogs is a Red Sox minor league in Portland, Maine, and they, I like their logo. It has a basically like a seal uh, with a bat. Mm. Well, there's one last question, and then we're done forever. That's it. Yep, and then the podcast is over. TWA Sync, which is an airline, uh, with the recent failure of Apple to acquire rights to the Pac-12, what sporting franchise would you like to see Apple fail to acquire <laughs> next? <laughs> Cricket. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I played uh, Ultimate Frisbee for many years, and I have tried watching games. And I don't know; it's just a a, a thing that I feel I enjoy playing a lot more than I enjoy watching. Uh, but there are, I mean, there are pretty spectacular things within games if they wanted to try and make that as big a thing as uh, Major League Soccer. I doubt it will happen, but uh, I would be intrigued. It's pretty crazy what happened to the Pac-10. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't didn't really football, understand it. Bizarre. I mean, I had to read Jason's piece about it, but um, which doesn't go that far into it. But like, I didn't really get what was going on, and I. But it seemed like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's a that's a huge change after uh, what, like a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a while. So yeah, there's only what four teams left in it or yeah. something. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's uh, seems pretty hard to have a the four a lot of people play each other in your conference yeah. when there's only uh, four teams in it. Yeah. But I'll leave that to our resident football uh, expert. 
My, I don't understand anything about college football. But I would go with um, professional wrestling. I would like to see Apple fail to acquire the rights to professional <laughs> wrestling. I'd like to see them fail to acquire the rights to the Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg cage match. Oh, you know what I... Oh, oh yeah, see, fail to acquire. You know what I love watching is sumo. Oh. I would love to see, I would love to, like, have sumo as an option. Oh, man. To, to, to Lex's wrestling point, um, a few years back, when my wife and I went to uh, Mexico... We went to a uh, luchador oh, match, yeah. and that was fantastic, <laughs> real great. So uh, I don't know if I want them to fail to acquire, but uh, well, that's the thing, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would watch more of it. I take uh, I take less amusement than maybe the average person does at the potential Zuck Musk fight because apparently they're both friends with a guy who's uh, yep. offering in the news over and over again to help train them for their MMA match. And his name is one letter away from mine, and that guy can seriously just go fuck himself. <laughs> I get news alerts on my vanity news search every day about I saw, Lex Fridman I training. happened to see a video of him uh, training one of, not one of them, but training with, uh, and this will, I know, make Molt sad as well, with uh, Batroc. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is, which is yeah. sad, too. Yeah. Uh, he's so not a great guy, I don't he's think. He's not <laughs> a great guy, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, he's but, a bad guy. I mean, I mean, he's literally a bad guy, so... Oh yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I only look forward to it in the sense that if what, isn't it one of the Rocky movies ends with like both of them punching them each other simultaneously or something <laughs> like. I like yeah, that. I yeah. want that. I want right. the plan where they both like knock each other, if not senseless, just like straight out, straight yeah. out dead. <laughs> Movie over. <laughs> Problem solves itself. Yep. Podcast over too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>